Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTLC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Friday, February 9th, and we want to wish a very happy birthday to our good buddy there in the studio, AJ. AJ, happy birthday. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But um, again, our Community Connection call-in number is 317-972-3008. If you were calling into the show, you can now dial 317-972-3008. Today, we are coming to you live from Clues Memorial Hall on the campus of Butler University. Where on Thursday of next week, February 15th, the Legends of Gospel will be here live for an amazing All-Star Weekend concert featuring none other than gospel legends Marvin Sapp, Donnie McClurkin, Hezekiah Walker, Anthony Brown, and Fred Hammond. Tickets for the show are on sale as we speak, but they are very limited. Um, I checked about 30 minutes ago, and I kid you not, uh, there were only 300 left. So, Show may sell out before we're off the air. I don't know. But very, very limited tickets here, which is good news. So they are over there at the box office selling those tickets uh, live just a few feet from where we are. If you happen to come by to purchase your tickets today during the show, stop by and say hello. We'll be here until uh, 3 o'clock. Also today, sometime during the show, we'll be giving away a pair of tickets to the Legends of Gospel concert so stay tuned for your chance to call in and win a set of free tickets again we'll be announcing that uh before we sign off we are live again from the box office at clues hall doing our friday show from here in advance of the legends of gospel concert coming up uh less than a week from now less than a week away thursday february 15th on the show today Just moments from now, our regular Friday visit with the Indiana Black Legislative Caucus. Today's guest is Representative Vanessa Summers, who represents Indiana House District 99. She is standing by, so let's go ahead and bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson, so that we can get started. James, happy Friday. How are you? Uh, How are you? Um, I'm I'm really good. Uh, Sorry I'm not over there with you today. Well, that's okay. That's okay. You know, there'll be other opportunities. So this still, the, the year is still early. It's still early. <laughs> the, the year is still young. But um, I know you wanted to, to wish AJ does a phenomenal job, and I hope he has a really, really good birthday yes, today. He has a beautiful birthday, day. AJ, yeah. happy birthday, AJ. Yeah. AJ, give yourself one of those applause rounds, you know. Give, give yourself one of those. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, he's giving you the, the weather music. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it, he'll... He, you know he's just so he's just yeah, so he's, uh, he's, he's humble he's humble. he's so humbled by it all so yeah. anyway hope he has a good like i was saying it's an absolutely gorgeous day so i hope he has an opportunity to get out and do some fun stuff uh in the middle of february and it looks like it's going to be about 60 degrees so um more on that yeah, a little bit like, later uh, we're gonna yeah go ahead we're gonna, it looks like we're gonna no. take a run at a record record 66 and they're saying oh. we might get close there 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Talk about that a little later, too. But we have waiting in the wings, anxiously waiting in the wings, our regular visit, our regular Friday visit with uh, members of the Indiana Black Legislative Caucus, um, Representative Vanessa Summers. She uh, represents Indiana House District 99. We are happy to have her back with us again. She's a great friend of the show, comes in all the time and anytime we ask her. So Representative Summers, hope you're going to have a chance to enjoy this lovely day today. But thank you so much for coming in. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? And I wanted to say that Cherish, Representative Pryor, is trying to call in also. Oh, she oh, is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, well, let me know when she's uh, in. When she's in. So are you all going to tag team her, it today? I'm going to tell her to call right now because she said she, you weren't answering because I, I gave her the phone number that I had. Okay. Mm-hmm. She said oh well, in. you know. Oh, she is she in now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Representative Pryor, are you there? I'm here. Wonderful, wonderful. Glad to have both of you here today. So, so I, I take it you two are going to tag team something here with us. What, what's going on? What do we got? Well, we just wanted <laughs> to say hello. Um, Good. You know, we are at the end of the first half. Bills uh-huh. have changed houses now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but, so they've, you know, yeah, yeah, the super majority yeah. is in control, so you know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just wanted to, uh, I guess, you know, like Representative Summer said, come in and give that midpoint uh, wrap up, and I, yeah, I guess do a little tag team. I, I guess some of the uh, uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, Bowman. yeah, Batman, Batman, or, or big Robin time wrestling, little little Robin to Batman. Yeah, or big time wrestling, <laughs> where you Robin. all go. Yeah, y'all oh, go to really? the to the that center of the ring. Yeah, and tag each other like, hey, we got them. Boom, tag again. So, <laughs> um, so so how now that the bills have switched? Uh, how so? What 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 should what do we need to pay special attention to? Um, you know, these next few weeks. Uh, well, I guess um, kind of to give people sort of the lay of the land with the halfway point, um, the House um, sent the Senate about 111 bills for consideration. The Senate is sending us about 110 uh, bills, and that's about the normal number that we get from um, each other. Uh, we do anticipate getting out of being out of session uh, definitely by mid-March, but there is some uh, some bad bills out there that uh, I think people do need to be aware of. We have a voter suppression bill that passed out of elections. Um, it, there is that the one a, where first is that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Is that the one because they do so many voter suppression bills? But is this one the one that? Um, First-time voters have to prove uh, who they are and have yeah, to go residence. through a okay. yeah, yeah, and residency. Yeah, um, and that is, you know, really a, an attack on, um, you know, first-time visitors. And, and mm-hmm. they, they were saying that uh, we have all these people who are not American citizens, that are immigrants, that are, are, are registering and voting, which is absolutely ludicrous because the form clearly – ask if you are are a U.S. citizen. So, you know, um, shame on anyone that allows 
um, that voter registration um, to be processed, knowing that the person isn't legally eligible um, to vote. Um, we also have a bill that's coming over from the Senate. Um, that is a bill that's trying to, um, it's going to be a summer study committee, but when it was introduced, it was going to totally circumvent the minority, the MBWBE uh, certification process for minority businesses. Uh, but that did get turned into a study committee um, that is coming over to the House. Quite frankly, I hope that bill dies. Um, and then we have the bills dealing with Indianapolis, the uh, blue uh, blue line bill. Um, there are two bill of those. That, yeah. There are two of those, the attack on the local control. Uh, mm-hmm. that takes mm-hmm. the ability away from local government to make their own decisions. Um, one is cutting funding for mass transit, and we would lose about $100 million of federal infrastructure investments. Mm-hmm. What is this uh, thing they have about Indigo? I don't under. I mean, it's like they it's just not, simply It's can't... not only Indigo. It's like Marion County. Marion County, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, the House took a, They're trying to make it, take the decision away, make a decision-making away and the Mount High Square, you know, they're trying to, you know, they don't want anyone to do anything. Um, they want to be able to say what's going on in that area. And, well, um, Democratic stronghold that they simply cannot crack, you know, no, no matter how hard they try. I mean, I know that that's a big part of it, right? Well, that's the reason they're here at the state house trying to go, mm-hmm. because we are in a minority there at the state house. Trying to make it so that it doesn't matter if we have a stronghold. That's one of the issues. Am I mm. right, uh, Representative Pryor? No, yeah, you're exactly right. As an example, um, the the circumventing of the local control process. Last year, we had passed a bill, uh, Economic Enhancement District um, uh, legislation that was in the budget bill that allows the local uh, the council to uh, pass an ordinance that will require the local property owners in that mile square to pay an additional fee for beautification, for public mm-hmm. safety, for the low barrier shelter, for the homeless people. Um, the apartment association did not like that. And so they went to their friends over in the legislature, the Republicans, and uh, now we have a bill to get rid of that provision in state statute. Now, even though the local council has passed it, the business owners in that mile square are supporting it, but the apartments don't support it. There's a bill we sent over to the Senate that will repeal that provision, and in its place, it would allow the local council members to vote on an ordinance that would increase the local option income tax for everybody in Marion County. So in essence, everybody in Marion County will be paying for all those businesses in the Mile Square, but none of those businesses in the Mile Square will be paying anything. So you're thinking about the person making seven twenty seven fifty an hour or twelve dollars mm-hmm. an hour or however mm-hmm. much. So we're getting making the low income people uh pay and the people at a barrel are making it and struggling pay to take care of downtown when the businesses are going to be paying absolutely zero. Yeah. Yeah. 
for some reason, they always want to control what is happening with our poor Marion County. Mm. Um, but what happens is that we will not be able to make our own decisions about public safety, cleanliness, and, of course, what uh, Representative Pryor said about the homelessness. Yeah. And so those things are important for us to be able to have our hands on and make hands-on decisions. Um, mm. And, you know, I think... It's kind of been jam-packed with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. Um, Representative Summers has been a big advocate for uh, maternal, maternity health, and also for mm-hmm. child care and daycare issues. That has really been an area that she's focused on. And I think it's important for the listeners to hear her talk about um, that child care bill that unfortunately passed the House and now that's headed to the Senate. I'm not sure if she was thinking about talking about it that, but oh, I, I think was. I, I, yes, I wanted to talk about, yes, uh, mm-hmm. House 1102 yeah. is going to the Senate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for for years we have made all of these um, regulations to keep our children safe that are in child mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. different levels, you know, levels past the quality was the name of the, of what we have been doing when there's like four paths, you know, one is better than the other. Well, the uh, House Bill 1102 deals with child care homes, which are, uh, they are a class two child care homes and mm-hmm. child care centers. And what they want to do is just kind of deregulate it where, um, they just won't have any rules of uh, of, of what they. Uh, mm-hmm. What well, and the logic behind that is what? <laughs> that Pardon? I, uh, that there is a uh, shortage, I guess, of childcare, and um, I, I, the thing that that is is the people that are trying to take down the rules. Mm-hmm. Don't have a memory on how we set up the rules and why they were the way they are. Why we want to always be able to protect our children, uh, where that you can only have uh, six kids. Yeah, yeah. The ratios, the ratios. It's the ratio to the, yeah, the kids safety, that you already yeah. have in your house. Right. Well, right. all of that's going. They, they're trying to. They told me what was it word cherish um, pesky um, burdensome mm-hmm. burdensome <laughs> regulations. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. burdensome regulations. Yeah, you know, Representative Summers was so clever. She <laughs> the shortest statement she's ever made at the mic. <laughs> she went up and she said. There are no burdensome regulations when it comes to our kids, or something to that effect. Right. And that just yeah. made the point to me, you know, uh, that statement he said was so egregious, but, you know, um, she was so on point with that statement. Well, so you know, here, here's the thing. They're attacking Indianapolis, they're attacking our children. They, it, 
Yeah, if they're Everything. trying to, they're, I, from what my understanding with the child care, and because we've talked to some folks about that too, there are a number of regulations for uh, daycare on it, and they are to protect the children. But some of them, created by the state, are duplicitous and and make no sense whatsoever. So if you're going to streamline them, look at the duplicitous nature of what you already have and 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 morph it into something that doesn't take away protections for the children but makes it you know makes it a lot more user friendly while protecting the children for the daycare operators i mean i i have heard that i mean I, that's but it sounds like they're just taking the eraser and just erasing the board and just getting rid of all of them and that's what it felt like. It's like, okay, we're just going okay. to start from the beginning. Okay, we're just going to start over. Just never mind what we did before. Yeah. No, no. You can improve upon what you did before. Yeah. And I think the other part of that, too, represented Summers, if I'm remembering correctly, was the number of kids that uh-huh. like, could have. And that uh-huh. is definitely poses a, a uh, public safety issue when you go from having a um, it goes from eight to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that you, is you don't have to yeah. count your kids. So if you have four right. or five kids in your house, this is in addition to the, So you can have as many kids as possible, your kids plus the eight kids that you can get. And that was the other issue. Oh, I don't Where is the thought inside? <laughs> I mean, it just seems like it's it's just a free for all at, at times with these le- these laws and these these pieces of of legislation. It just seems like it's a free for I I don't, I don't get it. But. And and, the part, and what what makes it bad is that the uh, FSSA didn't show up to testify one way or the other. Hmm. Wonder yeah. why that was. Well, you know, we did have a subsequent meeting with them. Um, well, we told them that we just did not have enough information. We needed to know what FSSA felt. Um, mm-hmm. Why would, you know, yeah. what made them think that you could have four of your own kids and then up to eight of somebody else's? Mm-hmm. Eight of your James- own kids, but up to eight mm-hmm. of somebody else's. <laughs> you tell me. Somebody didn't think that's that one through. It is. Somebody did not think that one through and knows nothing. And that's the other thing. How how much does it appear as if they know about child care in the industry and, and keeping children? I mean, it just, oh, man. that that That's frightening. That is frightening. It because is frightening. And the other bill um, that people might be interested in is... Um, the cosmetology bill that we have yes, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, and, ta- and strip all the licensing requirements for that, right? right. Well, so uh, it allows a person to be in the, an apprentice, and you can complete 100, only 100 hours of working under a licensed cosmetology to get your cosmetology license. You will still have to pass the test. But the challenge is a licensed cosmetology goes through way more hours. They get to mm-hmm. learn how to mix 
and and understand all types of chemicals, whether it's mm-hmm, dyes, mm-hmm. relaxers, all those things. And mm-hmm. you're also exposed to the cleanliness of your utensils and your tools, um, dealing with people's hairs, as well as the different diseases, how you identify different scalp diseases and and hair diseases. Those are different things that you learn in beauty school. Well, if yeah. you only have a hundred hours with the beautician, um, you know, it, each client is it takes two hours. You could potentially see maybe fifty people uh-huh. in a beauty shop. None of them ever have any type of issues. How are you, that? How is that person going to be out there in the world doing someone's hair and totally understand? If there's ringworms or yeah. or scalp yeah. issues or thing, you you, you just can't um, identify that in with just a hundred hour in only a hundred hours. Just so, so the hours. logic, yeah. So the logic behind this plan for deregulation of the of that industry. What's the logic there? So you know, they said a a lady um, wanted to. Um, I guess go through an apprentice apprentice program. So a constituent said, you know, hey, I, I want to go through an apprentice program. I don't. I guess she didn't want to go through the whole cosmetology uh, school, which I, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to say this. I'm sure it costs money to go through the program. There are a lot of kids who are in, who can go through some of those programs even in high school True. Um, it, to work to work their way up to be in a, a cosmetologist. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, I think, a continuation of a bill that we had several years ago to get mm-hmm. rid of a bunch of licenses, um, and the cosmetology license was one of those. So this is a, a way to circumvent and undercut what was attempted years ago. Yeah, James, uh, feel free mm-hmm. to weigh in. I know you have questions. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to zero, but right, Tina back in on uh, Senate Bill 52, the, the Indigo, because something Representative Summer said really piqued my interest in my ears, and mm-hmm. that was the hundred possible $100 million impact it would have. Is that from the infrastructure bill on Marion County? Could you ex- expand on that? Do you know any more details, Representative Sunder- Summers, on what it would impact besides the the, the the bus line that they want to build? No, it was it, it is it is it is geared to mess with that exact the bus line. It's cutting the funding for mass transit. That's what it, it is. By that, a hundred million dollars of federal uh, infrastructure investment. Wow! And so, what what do you think the climate in the house is? For, for that bill, because last year it passed out of the Senate, as I recall, and the House was able to stop it, because this is local money, local investment. I mean, uh, Marion County doesn't have the, 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 the uh, financial economic base that, say, uh, Hamilton County, but these government funds kind of help to even the playing field. So well, that's what do the, you, the point. They don't want to even playing field, and I'm going to I'm going to volley that to Representative Pryor because she's on Ways and Means. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go ahead. So uh, um, the what I heard 
um, is that there has been a deal that has been cut to get rid of that the House will pass that Senate bill dealing with the blue line, and the Senate is going to pass the bills dealing with eliminating an economic enhancement district and uh, allowing the council, basically almost forcing the council to increase the local option income tax on Marion County residents. So I heard that deal has already been cut. But that $100 million is money that would come from the federal government. Um, And that's money that we would not have to raise ourselves. And if they were successful with eliminating that blue line, then they would have to start all over again in that process of trying to um, get mass transit along that line. Um, So we stopped it last year because the chairman of the committee and others didn't didn't want us to go forward. However, with, with leadership, Cutting a deal, um, I don't know that the chairman is going to be able to stop that from happening. And yeah. certainly, with so, us being in the super minority, you know, we mm-hmm. w- we don't have enough vote- votes to stop that either. So, so uh, Representative Pryor, you're very knowledgeable about this, and I really, really appreciate your knowledge. Can you can you tell me if you know if that hundred million is cut from Marion County? They're not trying to pay anything else like uh, user taxes to, to fix our roads. They already, uh, you know, shorted us 200,000 people in the in the funding formula for roads. But, uh-huh. do, yeah, do you know, as a matter of fact, do you know if that $100 million is cut, will that impact the purple line and the red line, which the red line is – but the purple line isn't even complete. So if, if that money yeah, is lost – the purple line isn't complete. So from my understanding, that $100 million is for the, I believe, for just the blue line. Okay. I think so. it's just for the blue line. But we'll have to, well, you, yeah, I think it is just for the blue line. But we're going to have to, you know, uh, continue to try to get additional federal dollars for those for the red line and for the purple line that are that's coming on board. And my concern, quite frankly, would be that if there is a uh, effort to to try to stall or change um, those as well, because you know the the city they've uh, probably have or are in the process of purchasing the easements or whatever, changing all yeah. of that, doing the infrastructure. It's already underway. It's already right. yeah. All those plans are already. They're trying to already do all those things, and so this really upsets the apple cart for really everything because they're going to have to start at zero, ground zero, for the blue line again. Yeah, and speaking of upset, this is the last thing, Tina, and I'll throw it back to you, but speaking of upset, Mm -mm. the people, the dozens, scores of people who showed up at that committee hearing to protest, hey, you're taking away our piece of the pie, our chance at the piece of the pie to bring the blue line, which would take, make, make the airport, you know, they're, they're, build, they're extending the runway out there. They're putting millions of dollars into mm-hmm. improving and up, upgrading the airport. And we can't even have a bus line that runs to the airport because uh, of this deal between the House and the Senate 
to try to control more control over Marion County. Can you comment on that? Yeah. Um, I, I, what should the people I do? I, I should say that. What should those people that turned out at that committee hearing, yeah, throngs yeah. of them do? Um, get in contact with their legislator. If they have uh, friends who are uh, who live in the districts of leadership on the uh, on the Senate side or on the House side, get in contact with them because the Marion County elected officials, the Democrats, are supporting this, and it's really in and it's really Aaron Freeman that has been pushing it. So if yes. there are people who live in Aaron Freeman's district. They need to make sure that they get in contact with Aaron Freeman. What's and, his district? What's his and, district? And, yeah. Huh? What's his district? Oh, I'm not oh, sure. No. He's in the southern part of Marion County. Okay. Okay. I don't know his district number. But, okay. you know, we'll find this it. is the thing. And this is why um, showing up at those committee meetings are important. But this is why voting is so important. It's so mm-hmm. Being registered to vote and voting, showing up at the polls, it matters. It matters because who um, gets elected makes Mm -hmm. a big determination in what happens to you, to us locally. Absolutely. Representatives, uh, Summer and Pryor, we have a caller. Reverend Alexander would like to speak with you. Reverend Alexander, go ahead. Good afternoon, uh, Tina, and certainly Mm -hmm. to... Uh, to the ladies that have been representing us uh, very well here Mm -hmm. in Indiana. And I certainly want to say that I appreciate all of their work, uh, what they're doing and sharing with the community is extremely vital and important that uh, we're hearing from them. And I I want to say thank you for coming out and sharing with uh, the community. Now, Tina, what I would also like to share is I'm very disappointed while we have uh, our representatives here uh, sharing that we're not hearing anything from our city county council. And uh, as we are having this discussion, this discussion highlights how on the state level, there is a Republican attack on everything that Marion County is doing here. And our city county council, who in many uh, cases has uh, in- implemented uh, laws and ordinances and things such. We are seeing that being undone at the state level, but we're not having, uh, or we're not hearing anything from our city county council. Instead, we have our president of the city county council, Bob Osley, uh, and our mayor. They're out uh, talking about potholes which, okay, potholes is important to folks. However, potholes does not affect our livelihoods. And we didn't, we haven't seen a press conference where the mayor or our city county council president is saying, this is what's happening to us at the state level. And Marion County residents, here's why you need to be informed. Here's why you need to understand what's going on. Instead, they want to be passive and and let what's happening to Marion County happen and hope that it won't be as detrimental as it could be instead of speaking out. And I'll I'll leave it at this. Many of our city county council members have aspirations 
of being a mayor of Indianapolis. And if you look across the nation, the mayors, the black mayors that are in place, they are all vocal. They are all making sure that their constituents are being heard. But for those black folks that are thinking about being a mayor in Indianapolis, if you're being passive now and you're not speaking out now, think about what's going to happen to you if you are mayor of Indianapolis and what the state will do to you in any initiatives that you have any thoughts mm-hmm. of getting done and getting uh, passed here in Indianapolis. So we need our city county council to speak out now and let the, let us in Marion County know that uh, they're going to be uh, – standing up for us, and then we can support them in that effort. Okay. Um, anybody want to respond to that? No, I think mm-hmm. he, he said it all. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything more that I can add uh, to that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a fight that uh, I, I, he makes an excellent point that it, it shouldn't be a fight that uh, lawmakers at the state house alone have to fight because there's so many other um, aspects to it that that could be helping as well. Um, and you know, we often ask, "What's what is the city's lobbying position?" You know, what you know, they they they'll say that certain things like the funding, James. You know, the funding appropriations and th- those are done at the state house. Well, how are you lobbying the state house and what's being done? And so I think he he brings up a good point and a good question. Uh, why haven't um, our city county council members been more vocal? Well, we've had city county council members on the show who have been asking for constituents to ask them to be more vocal. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I guess it's, it's, it's the same all the way around when we talk about um, getting involved because we want our, our citizens to be more involved with our counselors. We want them to be more involved with our state lawmakers, our, our federal lawmakers. We want our citizens to be more involved. But, um, you know, perhaps what Reverend uh, Alexander is talking about is we as citizens need to lean a lot more on our, our local county. You know, it, people who represent us, who work for us in every way, shape, uh, and, and what possible – need to lean on them more and ask more of them because just saying uh, or lamenting that something shouldn't be is, is not going to get it done. So, yeah, yeah. He, he's right. And he's certainly right about uh, as well as if an African-American um, is to become mayor of Indianapolis, um, the efforts that will be taken at the legislature to take away far more power from that person. So mm-hmm. that is something that, you know, people need to be thinking about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's happening now with with the white mayor. Um, I have no reason to believe that it wouldn't happen uh, with the black mayor um, as well. I mean, just mm-hmm. look at the fact that, you know, uh, we can't even directly elect our judges anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm just stuck on this $100 million. I mean, this just really should make everybody's blood boil because that's taking it from not only Indigo, but all of the ancillary uh, uh, amenities and services and um, 
you know, mm-hmm. the, the employment that, that goes along with that, um, that trickles down through the uh, community in, in Marion County, which is, if you add all of the minorities, it's more than 50% minority are people of color. And it, 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 to me, this is just uh, a, a, uh, an exercise in, hey, I'm going to squash you. You do what I say. I mean, I, I, why would you ever vote for a Republican in this county? Why? How in the world would you vote for one who takes that position to take money, $100 million, away from black, brown, and people of color, mostly, not all, but there are others, too, who agree with us, and they're taking it away from them? Because if you look at that crowd that was at that committee hearing, and and I'm like uh, what uh, Representative Pryor says, how could you not vote when these people are just running roughshod over us? Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, let, let's let's squeeze in a break real quick. Uh, we have a caller, Sherry, who would like to speak with the representatives um, as well. Uh, we'll take a real quick break right here and be right back with more Community Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection live from Clues Memorial Hall on the campus of Butler University. We are just outside the ticket office uh, where in less than a week, Thursday, February 15th, seven o'clock there will be the legends of gospel concert uh taking place right here um i'm telling you i found out about an hour ago that there were 300 tickets left uh i'm sure that there are fewer than that because there's been a steady flow of folks coming in and out of uh, the lobby here and going over to the ticket window so we're going to tell you more about that plus we're going to give away a couple of tickets as well so we stay tuned for that right now we're having our regular weekly session with members of the indiana black legislative caucus joining us here are representatives vanessa summers and cherish Pryor, uh and uh representatives uh and and of course our contributing analyst james patterson is here with us because it's friday uh so uh conversation james go ahead and finish uh, was there more you wanted to finish? Because we also have a caller waiting. Go ahead. Yeah, I, you can let the caller. But to me, it, it's not only that. We're talking groceries. We're talking mortgages. We're mm-hmm. talking rent. We're talking $100 million into this Indianapolis urban community. And they want to take it away because one senator, Aaron Freeman, District 32, by the way, is where he's from, District 32, because mm-hmm. he doesn't like it because there's a dedicated bus lane going down the middle of Washington Street, and his, him and his little cohorts don't like that. $100 million, okay? So that's big money, and that is the lifeblood of our community. It just is because government funds a lot of things we pay in the government, and that money, we deserve it. We're taxpayers just like anybody else. Absolutely, James. You're, I mean, you, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Sherry, go ahead. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, and maybe this this comment is not it's not directed towards local legislation, but just speaking to to young the the, the whole younger generation because I have two college education educated children, okay, and they they are active in voting. It is becoming increasingly harder to between them and their cohorts to get them to vote in local elections because they can't fathom how the Republicans in the state and the, the state representatives and in the House have had a supermajority 
for the last 10 to 15 years, and not one Democrat, not anyone, has been able to figure out a plan as to how to overcome that. And the consensus is, okay, well, everything can be Democratic-led in Marion County, but what difference does it make if it has to pass through the two higher houses? For Everything is going to be stopped at that level. And it's like you guys are going to lose an entire generation's voting base in local elections. And it just seems like the Democrats are always reactive as opposed to being proactive. And, I mean, and that, that's, that's all I'd like to say. Uh, well, well th- uh, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank her for, uh, for calling in and um, – Losing the young generation is certainly a concern. But losing any voters uh, not going to the poll is a concern. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where the redistricting, as we have talked about, mm-hmm. is, has played a critical role in who controls the legislative bodies and the congressional uh, seats, because those are drawn drawn uh districts however the districts that are not uh uh that don't get uh drawn are the the statewide races uh, and so those are places where when people come out to vote even if um we don't get back a majority in the House or the Senate, if we can chip away 5% here, 6% here, 7% here, that could at least allow us to get the governor's office, the lieutenant governor's office, and we got a lot of crazy stuff going on with the lieutenant governor. So while it may not seem that their votes matter legislatively, when you think of the overall picture, it does make a difference because the governor can do a lot of things that can help people if we had the governor's office. It is going to take a while for us to um, get the majority back in the in the legislative on the legislative side, but it you know we got to chip away at it uh, one seat at a time. Eventually, it's going to happen, but, you know, I think it's important not to be discouraged because for every mm-hmm. every time someone stays at home and not vote, you're giving up your voice um, yeah. and you're giving up your power. I think that's the important thing. You give up your power when you do not vote because yeah. other people who do not have your interests at heart, they're making decisions for you, and you're never going to be happy with those decisions. But, you know, uh, is are we – is there a disconnect – with the younger generation, which, you know, a lot of people have called them the microwave, uh, you know, I want it now, I want it immediately or whatever. Is there some kind of a disconnect to where they they are not, it's not being explained to them that getting, uh, getting yourself, like you say, chipping away, how much of a process that it is? I mean, it's not like cast your vote and get everything you want, and if you don't get everything you want, don't vote anymore. And that, that seems to be the mindset. Uh, well, I voted twice. I voted in two elections, and I still don't have what I want. How long did it take 
to get, you know, from from the start of the Civil Rights Movement to the Civil Rights Act. How many years was that? And it was chipped away. But it, it takes a concerted effort. It takes a commitment. And it, it is a process. And so are we failing our young people in not explaining and giving them a true appreciation uh, about about the fact that it is a process. It's not going to happen immediately right off the bat. But it's an investment that's well worth making. Um, I'll just say uh, I think it is an investment. It does take time. And I'll, you know, let Representative Summers answer as well because mm-hmm. I know that she has um, great connections with young people Mm-hmm. Um, and can certainly speak to speak to it as well. But after, you know, I think that we are going to have we're going to have to figure out a way to speak the young people language, and I don't know that we figure that out yet. Yeah, yeah. I would probably have to uh, to agree with Representative Pryor. Uh, I don't know. Mm. They they say that it's like you're not doing what you need to do to get what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a toughie. Uh, San, go ahead. How are you? Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing the thing about um, our history and that because I'm going to go, I want to say this. I don't know if I heard it on your show or if I heard it on Channel 13. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard, I think from a source, I wasn't, uh, I think that here's the issue marion county number one marion county what i heard it covers 30 percent of black brown uh, asian people 30 percent of the whole state revenue the whole state revenue that purple line going down 38th street that purple line also finally gave that na- the neighborhood sidewalks okay, and a better street. Um, and so they want to take that away. But 30% of us, why should we vote? 30% of, of, of Marion County is covering the bill for the entire state. And on top of that, we don't get the money. We don't, we don't get any money from the states that can vote uh, both ways, Marion County and Carmel and all of those, and they do not contribute to our infrastructure, uh, and and so if, if this is just crazy, I think that Democrats, you've got to be, you've got to be, really out there and talk, 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 and just tell tell it like it is. What you're doing now, what the people, what's really going on, why we should vote. Now listen, y'all, on Fox on 12 8, 2023. Trump said when he got elected, the first thing he's going to do is be the dictator. That is why we got to vote. But Democrats, we got to keep talking about what has happened, what has been done, what has been positive, and keep going and keep going because it can be done. Lawrence City, they, they voted a whole Democratic slate and the counselors to the, their mayor. So we, we got to speak out. I mean, what you, you're doing is great, but we got to talk about, we got to get it out there. And I tell you what, the young people in my family, 
They said they vote nothing Republican because uh, they don't want to be shipped off on a bu- on a on a bus like Hitler did the Jews. Mm-hmm. People are listening. We got to we got to get it out. Talk about the positive stuff. Here's one thing: people that well, you haven't done nothing for me. Well, wait. People that were on insulin have a friend almost having to pay a thousand dollars a month because of Biden. Bam. January, they'll start paying $35. Those are the things you need to talk about what you're do, what has been happening. Now, as far as what has the government done for me, uh, people are like, well, what's the government done for me? Well, I tell you what, well, you don't know, go on to, to Russia. Go there and find out. You come back and say, oh, my God. Okay, what's the government? Well, what the government's done for you is gives, gives you the right to vote. Gives you the right. What the government has done is you got the right to pursue whatever occupation you want to work your job. What what you're gonna do? That's you got that freedom in this country. Not everybody has it, and we've got to speak out, Democrats. You got to get it out there. Talk about it. Uh, If you get on TV, uh, do a regular show on Channel Thirteen Six and Eight. Do it to get it out and talk about. This is what has happened. This is what it was like. Remember when um, when he said, uh, Trump said, all you have to do is drink some bleach? Come on now. Take care, y'all. Okay. God bless you. All right. Have a good Thank weekend. you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Uh, representatives, the, the frustration is beyond real. Um, and, you know, that so much damage has been done by that particular presidency and the movement uh, that has, re- as a result, a lot, a lot of damage has been done, and it's it's going to be hard to clean. I mean, it's like somebody just walked in and and, and put a bomb, uh, in in the process. And what was that? Somebody said on TV the other day they've run every stop sign and never been caught for doing it. It feels like that particular spirit is what's you know permeating throughout the country, not only you know around him, but in our state legislature. And and how do how do you get the uh, how do you get the genie back in the bottle? That's a, yeah. a a good question, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think that um, people may want a complex answer, but quite frankly, mm-hmm. I think if everybody and if everybody voted, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we had better numbers mm-hmm. with people voting, if people we had an eighty percent turnout. Mm-hmm. Or a 70% turnout. Yep, yep. Things will drastically change. Yeah. It's so easy to get frustrated when things don't go your way. Right. But when you, when you vote and you think about all the people who did not vote, mm-hmm. things are not happening the way people want them to happen. Well, one thing, things don't happen immediately. No, Whether nothing does. Whether you're the person that you want in office or not. So I think that mm-hmm. needs to be clearly understood. Yeah. But things mm-hmm. do happen um, in your favor when there is a better turnout and you mm-hmm. get people in office who are truly looking out for your interests. So yeah. if you think about all the people that don't vote, if those people had showed up to the polls, and voted, imagine what the outcome would be. 
We wouldn't have those three Republicans who are now on the Supreme Court. True. We're going to have to determine whether or not Donald Trump is immune from doing anything. So literally yeah. he could do mm-hmm. any single thing he wanted to do. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, the, that, well, that's the world we're living in now, and that's crazy. Yeah. That's the world yeah. we're living in now. Yeah. You, you know, could I just say this, um, mm-hmm. Tina? Yeah, go ahead. Um, if, if I could put something, I, I was, it was interesting, Representative Summers, when she was asked about the young people by Representative Pryor, and Representative Summers was just kind of, you know, he says, I don't know. I don't know about them. I just don't know. <laughs> you know, if I could put something on each young person, let's just say 18 to 34, let's call them young, on their social media, since that's where, remember we were talking the other day, Tina, 70% mm-hmm. get their yep. news from, what is it, Instagram, TikTok, X, TikTok. TikTok and then the combination yeah, of IG. And, if yeah. I could put something on there, this would be the little phrase. The little sentence, we have not arrived. You know, we are just, <laughs> yeah, we are just 69 years, six, 69 years out of the Montgomery bus boycott in 1955. 69 years out of just 69 years. It's not any time at all, hardly a generation. We're only um, 59 years out of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. We couldn't vote. We could right. not vote. You know, we're only 60 years. This is the 60th year of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Yeah. So this history has been hidden, and, and their attention is on something else, and they need to know, you know, that we, we, it's, the battle's not over yet. We have not arrived. We have to vote. We have to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the battle will never be over. As long mm-hmm. as you have a group of people uh, that want to suppress you, and alive. Uh, yep, there you go. Suppress you to elevate themselves. Yeah, yeah, yep. But well, um, what in in the interim? Um, because I know you always leave with um, uh, places where you know resources for folks, numbers, websites, uh, and and what you have coming up next. Uh, you know, for the citizens. Uh, so what's, uh, what, what can folks do? How can they get in touch with you? And do you have any events or activities uh, of the public interest coming up? So. We are basically trying to get to session. Okay. Mm-hmm. And with one of us coming back, we'll come up with a calendar. Okay. And we, and you know, what we do in the summertime is that we do, uh, we travel town halls the state and have yeah. town halls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's something that's going to be on the horizon for us. Yeah, and those are good. Those are good because yeah. you still do you still do a combination of uh, live and in person, and then uh, virtual ones for for those that can't make them live and in person. We I think we did a virtual one, and but we went. We have one here in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and we went to uh, the region, Gary. Mm-hmm. And we went to Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Fort Wayne. Yeah, Fort Wayne, and South Bend. South Bend. Um, Terre Haute, I think. Okay. So we did five, and 
I think it kind of depends on the chair whether the virtual one happened or not. We had the virtual mm-hmm. scheduled, but we had to cancel it for some reason mm-hmm. um, last year. But, you know, we're going to be doing those again. But okay. here's a number that people can call. Okay. Um, 317-233-5293. Hey, Representative Pryor, real quick. What was that bill you said, that, that crazy bill you mentioned that you think is going to a summer study committee at the beginning when you were speaking? What was that bill about? Real, real quick, uh, minority uh, certification. It, right. You know, the city of Indianapolis has a minority certification program, mm-hmm. um, and so the state also has a minority certification program. What the bill w- would have done was to say, tell the the locals that if a person gets certified with the state, then you have to accept that certification. The problem is the city of Indianapolis certification is more stringent than the state certification because what happens sometimes is um, women, um, some white women may be a front for their husband's business and yeah. get certified at the state level. So what in, in the city will go in and do a deep dive to make sure that there is no front businesses Ah, um, mm-hmm. and where the state doesn't have the capacity to do that, like the state does, and so that's what was you know happening with that bill, and it was going to um, it, so any company, you know, if they took a certification from out of, a company out of state, then those state com- companies from out of the state would also be able to bid for contracts with the city that means that uh the businesses in marion county would be the black businesses the minority businesses um even some the the women businesses too would have been diluted those opportunities so that's why that was a really bad bill take a wrecking ball yeah just it's just the the same that 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 energy let's just take a wrecking ball to marion county you know but that's what it feels like that is the energy that is exactly the energy we've been feeling yeah yeah, that's the energy uh representatives i can't thank you both enough uh representative Pryor and summers um do come back because we've got i know we got a couple more weeks and uh, but then, you know, and then for a wrap and, and everything else. But we want to keep we, we want everyone to stay active and to stay involved. And at yeah. every level, every level yeah. that you have someone represent you, get involved with them and stay involved with them. So and thank remember, you. That, uh, the state yeah. house is your house. So you can come down. You can watch on TV, mm-hmm. on um, on on the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. I dot G-O-V. And it'll say mm-hmm. General Assembly. And it'll show you, uh, you can watch uh, hearings, mm-hmm. you can watch sessions. We are, this is the, this was the break week. Mm-hmm. So next week we go back in for, uh, you know, for the yeah. second half. And you know what? Guess what? We, we spent uh, about an hour talking and we did not bring up the buffoon Jim Lucas's name one time. So, you know what, we're going to need another hour or two to talk about how 
egregious it is that uh, his own party, the, the, the party in general, the state, that body has not done anything substantive to rein him in. He is an embarrassment uh, to lawmakers. He ought to be an embarrassment to lawmakers everywhere. And the lawmakers that are just turning their a blind eye to what he's doing are, ought to be ashamed of themselves. So. You're right. It's, that will take a long time. It will. It'll take a long. But, you know, just when you think there's no end, he, he goes deep. When you think there's no bottom, there's no bottom yeah. to what he, Here he, he goes deeper. Here he comes again. He Here finds he comes another again. one. My mama said he finds a new bottom. Every yes, time. he does. Yes, he does. Bottomless and pit of dysfunction and everything deep, else. When, okay, I'm going to say they do find a couple of bottoms. Okay. All right. Well, that you know what that that'll be another show because I mean, it would take a whole show to get. But but anyway, <laughs> representatives yeah. prior yeah. That and was summer. horrible. That was horrible. He should have never, yeah. never had a conversation with those, those children. children. No, he no, not that, at he all. He knew that they had a different position than he did. Right. He never should have engaged in conversations with them. And but what has he done that has not was, been you know, horrible? His statements are so mm. in, so inappropriate. He maybe mm. they'll he's enlightened them. There is no enlightening a person who has all kinds of drinking. You drink, yeah. I mean, you know, you've you've got. I mean, all everything. Yeah, we don't know what we know that he. We know that he he needs help. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, we will leave on that note. Thank you for the info. Thank you for the encouragement. There's still hope. I know that because every time I talk to somebody, we, James, talk to somebody from yeah. IBLC, we know that there's hope. So hope, yeah, hope let's keep alive. hope alive. Let's keep it alive. <laughs> so And stay <laughs> active in the political process. So and thank vote. you both. Yeah, and vote. All right. Vote, 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 thank vote. you. Okay, we'll right, talk with you soon. You. All righty, thank you. We'll be Bye-bye. back with more Community Connection live from Clues Hall at Butler University. We'll be right back. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. We are coming to you live from Clues Memorial Hall on the campus of Butler University, where on Thursday of next week, Friday, February, um, excuse me, Thursday of next week, February 15th, the Legends of Gospel will be here. They will be here live for an amazing All-Star Weekend uh, concert, the All-Star Weekend concert featuring none other than gospel legends Marvin Sapp, Donnie McClurk, and Hezekiah Walker, Anthony Brown, and Fred Hammond. Tickets for the show are on sale as we speak at the box office here, just a few feet from where we are. Uh, we are joined uh, today, of course, uh, by our uh, contributing analyst, James Patterson. And James, I will tell you, uh, when I first arrived here at the at, uh, at Clues around 1230, uh, they said yeah. there were only 300. They're very, they said, uh, and I, I'm quoting, uh, well, tickets are very limited to that event, which is uh, just under a week away. 300 yeah. tickets, 300 were left. I guarantee you three, not many. And I guarantee you from the folks that I've seen coming and going, there's not 300 tickets left. So if you want your tickets, 
please, and if you plan to have your face in the place for this amazing All-Star Weekend concert, gospel concert, gospel legends, get your tickets before they are sold out because I have a feeling that possibly uh, as early as by the end of the day, uh, those tickets are going to be uh, sold out. Uh, We are going to go to open lines and uh, we can review shortly. Uh, But before we do that, before we do that, I guess, uh, hmm, I don't know, James, what do you think? Should let's just go ahead and uh, give away uh, our tickets that we have to give away today, because as we were saying, uh, we are live at Clues Hall at the box office right here. I mean, I could just basically almost reach out and touch the box office. And the tickets are on sale for the Legends of Gospel concert next Thursday, February 15th. Uh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to next week's concert. Again, featuring Marvin Sapp, Donnie McClurkin, Hezekiah Walker, Anthony Brown, and Fred Hammond. They're all going to be appearing live here, 7 o'clock. Uh, your opportunity to win a free pair of tickets to that show is right now. Tenth caller, tenth caller to the number three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight wins the pair of tickets. Again, the tenth caller, number ten, caller number ten to the number three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight will win a pair of tickets to next week's Legends of Gospel show here at Clues Hall. Lines are open for that. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Good luck. Tenth caller will win. Um, James. Um, while AJ is, uh, you know, checking and sorting through and counting yeah. all of the calls and things of that nature, I'm always uh, encouraged. I mean, I know that it gets daunting, uh, and it is a daunting task. And, and I have to say, hats off to our lawmakers, our black lawmakers, our Indiana yeah. uh, Black Legislative Caucus members who dutifully go down there to the state house year after year after year knowing they're in the mind and fight like the Dickens. For you, me, and everybody else. That's right. Uh, you know, the people in their district. And I'm always encouraged and uplifted hearing them talk about what they are doing to try to fight, which, I mean, let's just say it, they're wrongs. They're trying to fight the wrongs that are down there. They're trying to fight the injustices, the lopsided yeah. nature, the lopsided right. nature of what these lawmakers are trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, we had that call from Sherry. Um, mm-hmm. She made that interesting point about, you know, what, how do we turn around young people who feel like, you know, that that they can't figure out why it is that it's so lopsided the way it is. Mm-hmm. They can't figure mm-hmm. out why, you know, even if they vote, it seems that it never it never changes. But I think Representative Pryor made a very good point. Representative Summers made good ones too, but on this particular point, when she said, just five or six percent here or there will increase the number in the House chambers, in the House and in the Senate. And Mm -hmm. that will, you know, break that supermajority and give them much more ability to, to, Mm -hmm. you know, of course they wouldn't be in the majority. But actually the split in Indiana, if you look at Democrat versus Republican, if you line them all up on one side and the other, it's about 47 percent to 53 percent, not that far off from 50-50. It's just that districts are gerrymandered, but in statewide races, like uh, Representative Pryor said, the governor, the uh, the um, the the auditor, the recorder, um, statewide offices, uh, they you know there's no districts there. It's it's the most the one who gets the most votes, 
And so that's where we could have a significant impact if all 47% and you increase that 47%, four percentage point to 51, you could take the governor's office as we did when Evan Bayh was elected. Yeah. You, you know, so it, it can be done. Vote. Yeah, it can be done, but it sure is yes, a process and everybody has to be all in, you know, for the process. Yes. Hey, uh, very quickly. Uh, wow. Those, those lines must have been lighting up like there's no tomorrow because we already have a winner. <laughs> we have a winner. Uh, she is Crystal Campbell. Crystal, you're on the line. How are, are you there? I am here. How are you? I am well. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. I'm excited. Okay. Well, what? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Tell me, who are you going to take with you to the concert? Oh, uh, probably my sister. Uh huh. Oh, wonderful. That's it. So, uh, who's your favorite in the lineup, or do you have a favorite of all those folks I, that are going to be showing? I really don't have a favorite. I just love to hear everyone praise the Lord. There you go. Well, congratulations, and we're happy. I think you and your sister are going to have a wonderful time, and I'm glad you were the winner. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, thank you. And we'll see you at the show, I guess. Okay? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Take care. And again, congratulations to Crystal. Uh, So, um, James, uh, we have a a little bit of breaking news here. It looks like former mayoral candidate Jefferson Shreve today submitted his paperwork to run for Indiana's 6th Congressional District. I thought Shreve told us. Remember, he told. Thank you, David. David Gray, um, our promotions director, David Gray, just just handed me that. I thought he. I know he told us. I know he told us. Yeah. uh, When we were, I believe it was. um, It might have been at the Moselle. Uh huh. At the Moselle Sanders uh, remote, that if he doesn't win the mayoral race, he's going to retire into private life. Uh huh. Is that what he told you? Yeah, that's what he he said that on the air. I wish I could find it. Uh, and I may I may have to go look it up, but hey, he did. So he, he said he was gone back on his on his word. Well, isn't that something? Well, are you, how surprised <laughs> are you about that? <laughs> so the sixth congressional district isn't that uh, Sparks? Greg Pence. Oh, Greg Pence. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Right okay, okay. Greg Pence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Republican Greg Pence, uh, Mike Pence, former vice president in Indiana government. Yeah, he's Mike not going to run for re-election. He's not running again. Okay, so that's why he he must be jumping in there. Okay, okay. Somebody must have convinced him. Or it got good to him when he was running for office and he liked it all. You know, he liked it and and didn't didn't, – didn't have as much disdain for the process as he seemed to think he did and wants to get right back in there. So good for him. Uh, We'll see how that one goes. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, sometimes after a politician self-funds as such as they can, their campaign, when they come back, if they do come back, they don't they do not do it as aggressively. So he may not. Yeah. He may have enough donors and enough support to be able to finance uh, a campaign now, campaign now that he has run. He's got whatever. And he may have some money left over as well from his mayoral campaign, I guess, any donations that he had uh, that yeah, were. Yeah, he can use them in another, another campaign, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. I'll, old Jefferson Shreve is back in the race. <laughs> back in, he's now he's going for Congress. Uh, yeah. Greg Pence, yeah. That's wow. That is interesting. Um, you know, James, all this week, um, Switching over to uh, gun violence, uh, 
um, and yeah. uh, efforts and attempts in the community to combat it. All this week, there's been a gun lockbox giveaway. Uh, uh-huh. Marion County Youth Violence Prevention Coalition, along with the Marion County Commission on Youth, or McCoy, uh, have been giving away free gun lock boxes uh, to people who live just here in the city uh, who own guns. So uh, it's ending today. Uh, so if you still want to get over there to McCoy uh, and get your gun box locked, today is the last day you can do so. We shared that um a little bit earlier in the week. McCoy is located at 1375 West 16th Street. Uh, you have to be 18 years or older. You have to be present to get the box. One per family will be allowed, and recipients will be asked uh, to complete a short survey for future uh, distribution. So, um, uh, yeah. could prevent a, a tragedy that, you yeah. know, we'd be talking about later, particularly involving younger people children you know to to who just stumble on the, those weapons and then you mm-hmm. uh god forbid but sometimes you get a tragedy well how many times have, have uh, there been like lock gun locks gun lock giveaways this yeah. is a, a lock box i mean this is not a lock but this is a box that's even harder uh, for uh, little hands to get into, yeah, because they're you know they're kind of like little mini Fort Knoxes, if I if I recall the gun lock box that I've seen before. Uh, so they are really really difficult to get into. So if you yeah. want one, uh, it'll end today. I do believe at five o'clock out there uh, at McCoy headquarters at thirteen seventy five uh, West Sixteenth Street, thirteen seventy five. West 16th Street. Uh, so we are going to open the lines. Uh, it is Friday. Uh, open lines, week in review, and all that, that stuff. Um, again, we're live out here at uh, Clues Memorial Hall at Butler University. If you're out here, if you do happen to come out uh, to um, pick up a ticket, uh, if there's any left <laughs> for the Legends of yeah. Gospel concert, hurry, if there are any hurry, left, hurry. Yeah, hurry, hurry, and, and stop by and say hi to us. Pick up a free pin. Uh, we have some ink pens out here and, uh, you know, just come out and say hi and, and let us know. Again, congratulations to Crystal. She was the final winner this week for the free pair of tickets to the show. Uh, and it is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I mean, the gospel greats that are lined up, uh, I don't know how uh, you could get any better than Marvin Sapp, Donnie McClurkin, Hezekiah Walker, Anthony Brown, and Fred Hammond. I mean, it's it's just. Yeah, and that's an all-star cast. It's an all-star cast, an all-star lineup. So, uh, but that's why we're here. We're here to help folks. Uh, you know, we'll we'll point you over there if you come out over here to Clues Hall on the campus of Butler. The the, the box office is right there. Uh, and um, I'm going to check before. I guess I should have checked. Well, the the breaks have been kind of short, so I haven't had a chance to run over there. Um, but I would suspect, and that's not counting the tickets that are being purchased online, uh, because a lot of times the people here. They just go to their phones, and that's that's the preferred way of doing it anyway. Uh, but yeah. um, there's some folks that just prefer to come here and do it in person. So I doubt very seriously that 300 are left. I do remember when I first got here, I do recall, I want to share that, that they said very, very limited. So that gives you an idea of how popular this show is going to be. Expect exactly. to sell out. Expect to sell out. Expect to uh, sell in that out. beautiful facility, Clues Hall. Oh, it's gorgeous! University. I've always loved coming over here to Clues. I've yeah. always, and now they've—is—is is this what it's called, David? The Butler Arts and Event Center. What is that? Is that the same? Is that something different? Here, oh, you got. Oh, so, David. 
I believe that all of the venues together oh, are the Butler okay, Arts and okay, Event Center. Yeah. But yeah, but the Clues the, Hall is yeah, just we're a, we're okay. sitting in the lobby of Clues Hall where this uh-huh. is where the uh Legends of Gospels is gonna be next yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Next Thursday, seven o'clock. They be here and it's gonna start on time. Oh yeah. Ain't gonna be it's, no C P time. It's definitely gonna start on time. <laughs> start on time. It will definitely start on time. And we have yet to find out uh, the, the rundown, uh, especially as Dion was uh, laughingly sharing who who opens and who closes is always the biggie. But, you know, with this lineup, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Oh, no, I, no. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, we have Griff from, from Eric Campbell's oh, morning show hosting. Okay. Um, Lamar Campbell just oh. texted me, is, is helping out. And then we also have um, a special presentation for Oscar Robertson. Yes. You know, going into All Star Weekend. So going into All Star Oh yeah, it's go. it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing it's gonna be one of those once yeah. one of a once in a lifetime type yeah. nights. And how much do we love Griff? How much do we love Lamar? I mean we just hug Lamar. Oh, we yeah. hug on him all the time. Lamar is outstanding. And uh, you know, another talent. You think Lamar might slide up there on stage with you know, him? <laughs> look, I'm not gonna put Lamar out there like that, but you know, but but We're hey, it's, it's, it's one of the, it's one of those nights that you know you don't you know don't what's gonna to. happen. No, that's true. It's that's with true. that much star power in yeah. one room and in one in one building that doesn't happen too often. No, and we always yeah, say well, we didn't Hezekiah yeah. Walker mention and Dion said this the other day that he mm-hmm. might be unveiling a new cut up there, a new song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he did say he did say he was going to share some of his new music here. And that he yeah. may be coming back to record a live record. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Everybody does a live. Yeah, does a live. And he said Indianapolis loves him, and he loves Indianapolis. So uh, it's likely that Indianapolis is going to be the site of one of his live uh, recorded concerts. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, the, it, yeah. this is the All-Star weekend yeah. leadoff. Yes. So, you know, the All-Star game, just in itself, and being able to experience all that in your city, that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So mm-hmm. just know the entertainment that's coming is, is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime type type event. And how appropriate is it, and I can't say this enough, and I should have been saying it more, but how appropriate is it that we are going to be honoring the Big O? I mean, Oscar Robertson, he's got a parkway. He's got a lot of stuff named oh, after yeah. him. But it's just... Uh, he is such a great ambassador of the game of basketball. I don't think you could find a better one. And the fact that he's from right here in Indiana, boy, does that make it good. Yeah. James, have you ever met him? Have you ever met him, uh, David? Have I ever met no, him? I hey, have you ever had, met Oscar? Yeah, Robinson? I haven't had the chance to meet him. I'm, next week uh, it will be my opportunity. Okay. I've met him a few times. I've met times. him via the phone because I interviewed him uh, uh-huh. for, uh, for a book that I was working on. I met uh-huh. him over the phone. Um, and did I meet him in perfect? Yeah, because when I was at the, the Indianapolis Star, he came through, and I did get to shake his hand. Mm-hmm. He is just such a, I mean, he, he, yeah, he's, he's, real he's so grounded and so down to earth and, and such a, just a great human being. So I just, uh, I, I just, I don't think you can give him enough uh, accolades and honors for uh, everything that he has done. Uh, for basketball, the state of Indiana, and just humanity in general. He's he's just a great humanitarian, so uh, well-deserved uh, recognition that he is going to get here uh, next week at the Legends of Gospel concert as well. So, um, But that's why we are here. We are here, here, here. A uh, little bit of breaking news, I guess, if you will. Republican Jefferson Shreve is going to be running for the sixth 
uh, congressional district. He's going to be running for congressman, or sixth congressman. Uh, he had a failed uh, attempt at mayor. Um, the sixth district is, he may have a little bit better luck there because it's a lot more uh, Republican than the yeah. mayoral <laughs> the mayoral uh, you know, field that he was trying to, to navigate here in Marion County. So uh we'll see but james we're going to take calls we're going to take calls we're going to take calls we are going to open lines 317-972-3008 what's on your mind uh what's on your mind and uh what are do you have any plans for uh all-star week but before we get to all-star weekend we've got the big game weekend coming up um uh, you know the one we can't say (laughs) on the air (laughs) Actually, I think it's a, you, you know which one I'm talking about, James. Mm-hmm. Kansas City mm-hmm. and, and yeah, the, the biggest thing that's happening in the sports world, you yeah, know, all over the world. Yeah, yeah the the biggest thing. So uh, that's that's coming up this weekend, uh, and uh, a lot of folks are going to be eating and uh, enjoying. Uh, you know, th- that's just just one of the biggest uh, eating events that I, I I remember all the Super Bowl parties. It's just such great food, good food. Yeah, and then people watch it too tina for the commercials the oh commercials, yeah the commercials so thank which they the pay an, uh un, untold amount of money uh just for 30 seconds i thought uh-huh, i read somewhere uh-huh. 30 seconds well like yeah because the, there's never a better opportunity in television uh throughout the course of the year there is only one opportunity to get that many eyes on your product and so yeah, yeah the time to get your eyes on the product does go at a premium and they get record uh, record amounts of money, record revenue from ad sales uh, during the Super Bowl. You know, the pre pre game and post game, pre game during the game and post game. Uh, it just all depends. But they get a record amount because how many how many millions of viewers watch the Super Bowl every year? I mean, um, think about it. Yes, yeah, I, I don't do, know. But I was just looking at the thirty second spot to air during the twenty twenty four Super Bowl, which is. I mean, the 2024 game, which is this Sunday, mm-hmm. cost $7 million for mm. a 30-second spot, $7 million. Mm-hmm. And it's the same price tag as last year, uh, according to this source, uh, but uh, over 200 more percent than uh, 20 years ago. So mm-hmm. it's, it's 2024. So 2004, it's 200 percent more than 2004. Seven million smackers for a 30-second commercial. All about the eyeballs on your product. They know how to work yeah. it. And um, so, uh, yeah, the uh, the network um, and, uh, who, you know, and that's why they move it around, I guess, in terms of what fairness, if you will. Uh, so they all get a turn. They all get a turn at the bank <laughs> because the Super Bowl uh, gets you one. But um, Usher is going to be the halftime. Inter- oh, I said it. I said it. I said. It. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, you you can't use it in conjunction with the ability to make money or something like that. This is a okay. public affairs talk show, so yeah. hopefully the FCC won't come after us too badly. Uh, man, I slipped and said it. But um, Usher uh, is going to be performing at the big game, halftime. And they say it's supposed to be one of the longest halftime shows in history, probably one of the most elaborate ones. You know, Usher has that residency or had that residency out in – he still has it, I think, out in Vegas. Um, and uh, some folks, some friends of mine and relatives that have been there uh, and and saw him perform have just talked about how 
just how really unbelievable it was. So, but mm. most of those uh, entertainers and performers who have residencies in Vegas, they have residencies for a reason. So, yeah, uh, yeah, for it's, an absolute it's definitely reason. Definitely an so. entertainment hub out there. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, but anyhow, uh, we are here again live. Uh, at Clues Memorial Hall. They used to advertise it, I remember, years ago when I, when I first moved here. And I'm like, who says that? Because when I first moved here, I used to hear uh, commercials saying, the acoustically correct Clues Hall on the campus of uh, Clues Memorial Hall. I'm like, what acoustically correct? Who is going to be able to appreciate that? But uh, they don't advertise it as such anymore. But uh, it is a beautiful facility. Uh, the, the sound, uh, the the vision, you know, your your view. Uh, there's not a bad seat in the house, I don't believe, and uh, it's going to make next week's concert, uh, the Legends of Gospel, that much better. I mean, it couldn't be at a better place. Uh, a beautiful I, campus. Be- oh, it is a beautiful campus indeed. Yeah. Yes, and a beautiful day today, James. Um, you yeah. want to do your weather before we go to our commercial break? Go, you want to eat, or were you prepared to do weather, or what do you think? Yeah, well. I mean, you, you said it all, beautiful and day in the same sentence, and that's what we've got today. Lovely day, and, yes. and you know what? We're going to make a run at the record. The last time I checked at the last break, it was like 63. So we've uh-huh. got a couple more hours to go if, to get that 66-degree uh, record, at least tie it, if not break it. Some forecasters think we will. Um, that record has stood for 80 years, so I don't know. We're, we're, we may get close. Um, enjoy it today. I, w- I would end up by saying enjoy it today because a cold front comes through tonight and we're going to turn cooler, more seasonable temperatures will be coming in for uh, this weekend and next week, um, you know, maybe in the 50s tomorrow, but then going down into the 40s for highs for uh, the, uh, the, the All-Star Game week festivities. So we have to drag those coats back out. But today is absolutely gorgeous. I'm looking out my window. I see a couple of really thin, serious clouds, clouds out there, but no clouds mm-hmm. in the sky otherwise. So enjoy yeah. today. Well, I hope there's no rain and snow forecast for uh, All-Star Week and subsequently All-Star Weekend. Uh, so, you know, while it may be a little little cooler, but not as cold as it could be in the state of Indiana, in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, in the middle of February. So even the yeah, 40s, we'll take, that's, that's long, a gift. Long range, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, forties is a gift if that's what if yeah. that's what it's going to be. That's yeah. not too bad at all. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more community connection live from Clues Memorial Hall on the campus of Butler University, where next Thursday, the Legends of Gospel will be in concert. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection live from Clues Memorial Hall, uh, just outside the box office uh, here on the campus of Butler University. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson, and our Radio One Promotions Director, David Gray. David's kind of staying in the background a little bit today. We haven't talked politics or anything along those lines, although David did show us uh, the political news uh, that Jefferson Shreve is going to be running for the 6th Congressional District. Uh, Jefferson Shreve, the Republican who tried to um, unseat incumbent incumbent Indianapolis Mayor uh, Joe Hoxett, wasn't able to do it. Might have a little bit more luck in a very much more Republican district uh as he uh, yes 
as he runs for Congress. But, you know, we, we said at the top of the show, we want to say it again, uh, happy birthday to AJ, our technical producer. AJ, are, are you there? I am here. Yes, I am. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, first of all, happy birthday. What, what are you going to do today? Thank you so much. I am going to do... I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't made any plans. I don't know. I'm yeah. just going to kind of just let the day take me as it may. So do you have a, a favorite birthday meal, and what's your favorite kind of birthday cake? Uh, my favorite birthday meal? Probably going to be wings. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> wings, uh, okay. Favorite birthday cake? I'm a cheesecake guy. I'm a cheesecake guy. Okay, And okay. I've seen this this peach cobbler cheesecake, and I'm, I'm trying to find somebody to make it for me. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't cook that. But I'm going to go find somebody to make it for me so I can have it for this weekend. I wonder if they have it at the Cheesecake Factory because they got so many different varieties of cheesecake up there. I wonder. Possibly. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I they may have, have that, that up there. Yeah, I remember uh, my brother, uh, my younger brother, uh, he never liked cake. He liked cherry pie. Mm. So every year, ever since he was a wee little, little thing, because he's, he's a little bit younger than me, little about four or five years younger than me. I remember he'd say, Mama, can you make me a cherry pie? Because I don't like no birthday cake. I want a cherry <laughs> pie. So there's a lot of folks that don't like the traditional birthday cake. And uh, so uh, cheesecake is a good is a good one. Well, yeah. so I hope you're, hope you're going to be able to get some rest, do some things, have some fun. You're going to be able to watch the big game on Sunday? Oh, yeah. I'm hosting, a, I'm hosting my, own, my, own little, my own little big game shindig. <laughs> okay. 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 That's going to be my birthday party. I, I'm, I'm Knocking two birds out with one stone. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Happy birthday. And I won't see you today, but I'll see you on uh, Monday. Of course. I guess some of us will be there on Monday. I don't know. Monday's the biggest day that <laughs> after the big game. I don't know. You, you'll make it in after your party, yeah, won't you? Yeah, I'll be here. I'll okay, be here. I'm right. always here. <laughs> yeah. And guess who else is here? Uh, always here with us. Uh, well, not always, but he's always here with us in spirit. Our regional VP, Dion Levingston. Just walked in the door. Dion, um, I don't know if you know or not, but when uh, I got here about 1230, I went over to the box office. They said tickets were very limited. Uh, They said they had 300 left at 1230. I have not checked back. You're on your phone. Have you checked to see the availability? No, I'm I'm really excited. Legends of Gospel. It's going going exceedingly well. I just stopped. Actually, I stopped by because they printed out some tickets for us for some um, giveaways and some other um, things that we're actually doing the night. If you buy your ticket, we're actually going to, we've got some sponsors that are going to do some really nice things inside the venue that night that I really can't announce till the night of the, the thing. So, of, but we go, we got a lot going on. Yeah. Oscar Robertson, we were talking about the big O. Yeah. Uh, the Butler broke. basketball team is going to do a special presentation to him. Oh, they are? Um, that night. Yeah. Cause you know, Christmas addicts play their games here. Yeah, at the so, field house. Oh, yeah, there. at the field house. And, yeah. um, and Oscar tells great stories that during mm-hmm. the state championship games, they didn't let them practice because they said it was their home court. So they'd have to stand and watch whoever other team they were playing practice. So, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, that's that he tells and he'll be out here and the Butler basketball team is doing a special presentation to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for a confirmation. There are going to be a couple other. Um, special guest pop up that night as well, so mm-hmm. it should be. Are they going to take the stage? It should be. Yeah, they're going to take. So it should be. A, it should be an absolutely incredible night. Yeah. Um, did you see what I sent you this morning, Indianapolis? Yeah.
I told David Indianapolis is like Detroit. Now, anybody from Detroit, y'all don't need to come for me because at our stations in Detroit, we used to have hologram stuff and everything else to keep y'all from bootlegging stuff. So anybody wants David's just shaking his head. So anybody thinking I'm knocking Detroit, I'm not. But um, the um, the you sent the, me a couple of TikTok, things, Dion. The TikTok guy. The TikTok guy. Oh, uh, Keith. Yeah. Uh, Yes, yeah, he's isn't got that like crazy? Two, he's got like twenty million followers yeah. and stuff. And then people were selling in, only in Indianapolis. He only said the first Indy. time it's happened that multiple people, anywhere from seven thousand to twenty thousand, were paying um, for him to pop up. And he said that's not him. Restaurant reviewer, Keith Lee. Yeah, hey, if you haven't seen that TikTok, yeah, thank you for saying. I was like, wow, what? How crazy is that? Is that ridiculous? That is absolutely so ridiculous. I thought, so, he's going to be here. He said he's just coming to watch the game. Yeah, so B. Swift said something to me I never thought about. B. Swift said, give us $20,000. You can actually get some advertising, and, <laughs> and, I, and I'll endorse you. That's what Swift said. Swift yeah. said, I'll be your endorser if you got $20,000. Man, oh, man. I didn't realize how popular he was until some friends of mine told me about oh, a year very about, popular. He can about make, a year ago. He can make your restaurant in a lot of in a lot of ways. But yeah, still. he can make you or break you. I did not know that until about a year ago. But uh, he is he's something else. But he's a, I'm just coming as a regular. Is that I'm crazy just, though? Uh, and he had to go to social media to stop to, people to get from going out, out to try to get. Yeah. Because you know he'd come to India and people been walking up on him like you said you was gonna be at my restaurant. Uh huh. Uh huh. So how how are they going to unravel that one? I guess he, I guess just getting on. Uh, I don't know. I don't that know one's going to be. If difficult. you gave him money, if you gave that person money, money yeah, saying that they were representing him, that's going to be interesting. You got to find them. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, I just uh, came over to get some tickets, so I just stopped oh, okay. in to say hi. And good, 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 good. Everybody's so, buying tickets, and it's good. Everything I know we've good? had everything else is great. I I, I suspect that by the end of the show, that the show is going to be sold out. I don't know. Yeah. That would be good. That would that be good. That would be great. That would be great. We got a so. lot of people in front of the box office. I like yeah. that. Yeah, we do. We do. So what are you what are you gonna do this weekend? Anything special to watch the big game? I'm doing apps. I think we're going to um my wife, a friend of hers has a Super Bowl party and I think that's it. I got zero plans. You look at this smile. You said zero you said, you plans. Said zero plan. Oh, it's zero. Like zero plans. They, I, I don't believe that for well, one instant. Well, because next week is crazy. Well, next week is crazy. Yeah. Next week is so crazy. So you, you really think that you're going to be able to get through a weekend with zero plans? Hopefully. <laughs> oh, good. Good for you. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, with nothing. Yeah, next week is that. Yeah. Next, it starts, it starts Wednesday the and then goes all the way through the weekend. And um, the NBA has some really great things, y'all. From the 24 yeah. DJs on 24 corners, from Samson's walk and talks. I think I think Samson Samson's says he's doing 15 Monday. of them. He's, he's coming doing, Monday. Yeah, he's, he's coming Monday. Monday. Um, they just got a lot of really, really great activities. Yeah, they do. Um, and Indianapolis does it well. Speak, uh, speaking of Pacers, and Corey Wilson calls me. Hi, Corey. I can't talk to you now, but I'll call you right back. <laughs> Hi, Corey. How you doing, Corey? Corey's uh, a, a good guy. He's with the Pacers. And, and they've got a lot of really, really great community activities planned for everybody. So please go to the NBA website. Go to the, uh, And when Samson's here, I'm sure he can tell you what mm. site has the playbook to see all the free stuff and everything that's on. Absolutely. I've cut out a lot of time for Samson because Samson always has a lot of information. you got to get Swift on here, too. You know, Swift is doing, like, Swift is doing the G League game. The Rising Stars, I okay, think. Okay, Swift is doing, Swift I is doing crossover I never, stuff. I never can catch Swift, but I'll, I'll see if I can just Yeah, text Swift is doing a doing lot it. of stuff. He's doing like four or five activities. Yeah, for I know. The, I've been seeing him online. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get Swift in, too. Absolutely.
Absolutely. Well, enjoy your calm weekend. Well, who's going to win? Oh, I don't. I don't care. Kansas City. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We K- want Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. We, why do we want Kansas City? The league. For, see, and we had this whole okay. discussion this morning. Okay. First of all, tell me this this idea that Taylor Swift isn't going to make it to the Super Bowl. Oh God! Every Don't time, the, every oh. time Taylor the Swift league. Stuff, oh Lord! I had to explain this morning oh that God. the NFL is going to have the best box. If I see Taylor Swift in another, have, if I see, I, I'm watching a football game. I'm not watching the Taylor are, Swift concert. They are going to make sure that Taylor is in the perfect view of the camera. Yeah, so they get. Ratings. Every time that camera cuts to her, they sell they sell jerseys. Okay. They get the ratings. That's okay, true. okay. True. Before anybody goes crazy with the Taylor Swift stuff, Patrick Mahomes is the biggest football player on the planet. The Kansas City Chiefs were selling a whole lot of jerseys before Taylor Swift showed up. This is why I want Kansas City to win, because when you start talking about quarterbacks that have won three or more Super Bowls, it is rare air. It is Bradshaw. It's Aikman. It's um, oh, Brady. Brady, and name another one. Uh, was it Montana? Montana. Uh-huh. Name, name another one. Uh, Rare uh, air. Yeah. yeah. So I want I want Patrick Mahomes to get his third one. Well, and on a football level, Baltimore was the clear the clear favorite all year long just because of what they did to every team they saw until they saw Kansas City in that championship game and the whole thing changed so I was fully expecting it to be a Baltimore you know representing the the AFC in the Super Bowl the fact that Kansas City beat Baltimore to me makes them automatically the favorite I I don't know about all that but um, David Wood not David David Woods not David Gray said Manning and I, I told him no, so now he's got his little Google thing. Manning Everybody got to Google something. I love this. People Manning's just can't take one, your word. Manning's only one, two. They only want two. Both Manning's have only one, two. So if you put them together, they got, they got four. four. Right. If you yeah, put them together. Brothers. Um, but uh, Eli won, two. Tina, he got his phone out in front of us and started Googling. I don't know. Uh, Peyton won one for Indy and one for Denver. Yep. And Eli won Eli two. Won two Eli, Eli won the one here. It's, that yeah, was good. That was yeah. Eli won the Super Bowl here. Yeah, yeah. That was did. crazy. Eli did, didn't he? Okay, so I got the I got the numbers here. Let's see. Earl Morrow. Earl Morrow won three. Terry Bradshaw four. Joe Montana four. Troy Aikman three. And Tom Brady seven. So we missed and then one of course. I don't even know who is Earl Moore. I don't even, that must have been early, early. Did he, did he yeah. play for Baltimore? Who did he play for? I Earl think Moore. it might have been Baltimore. It had to be early. Yeah. It, That's it, why I want Mahomes. Because like Mahomes in rare air then. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets that third one, he'll be. He'll be right there. Of, yeah. Let's see. In is that, that six people? Yeah, he'll be among like maybe six. I, I got to look at it. This screen yeah. went off the screen, but he, he'll be he's right already there. in the Hall of Fame. He's a first oh. ballot Hall of Famer, but yeah. but yeah. that's rare air right there. Congrats. Speaking of which, congratulations to one of my favorite Colts, Dwight Freeney. Always. He, he, he got in there, uh, what, second year? Second yeah. second yeah. year of eligibility. I am so happy. He is such a nice person. Congratulations. Yeah. And, yeah. and doing the great things in the community. Yeah, he always has, always has. So he's doing a lot of good things in the community. Dwight thank, Freeney. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Dion. Go get those tickets. 
Uh, and you, you know what? Uh, if you find out how it's going, and you can come back over this way after you go to the box office, you know, give us a little bit of a report. Okay, thank you. So uh, put Dion to work over there. So <laughs> he's going over to the box office to get some more tickets. So James, thank you for looking that up. That's uh, that's interesting. And as Dion said, that's rarefied air. That's rare air. Yeah, uh, it's just so and, hard. Uh, to, how, you know, like you said, oh, I'm sorry. No. I think I, huh? I meant to send you an no. email. No, I was going to say, how long? When was the first Super Bowl held, and who played in the first Super Bowl? I think Kansas okay. City may have played in the first I, Super Bowl. I, 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 that's what I was thinking too. That Kansas City oh, played in the first. Play, I think they did play in the very first one. Let me look that up for you. And I know that because of a Trivial Pursuit game I was playing. Oh, I think. Maybe not trivial, yeah. but some kind of a so, trivial. So what I was, uh, there were five. So if if Mahomes, if Kansas City wins on Sunday, Mahomes would be the sixth one to win three Super Bowls sixth or one. more to win yeah, three or more. The, okay. Six, yeah, the sixth one, and uh-huh. I think the first one with uh, first uh, Super Bowl. I'm looking that up. Uh, it, I, I believe. Let's see. It will participants. I think it was Can- I can't remember. It was Kansas? It might have been Kansas City and Chicago. Uh, I'll be able to tell you here in a second, but okay. um, you know it's going to be it's going to be a rocking time. Green Bay Packers. I, I thought so. Packers. Oh, Packers. Green Bay. Yep, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, Chiefs uh, and, and the Packers. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And, good. 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 Uh, let's see. The Packers were coached by Vince Lombardi. Now, if you win the the NFL, uh, uh, you know, if you win the NFL, the championship, the conference championship, you get the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, Lombardi so Trophy. The, yeah. the coach of Green the, Bay. the first Super Bowl. Uh, in, in Green uh, Bay. Yeah, in Green Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Bart Starr uh, was his quarterback, and then they played the Kansas City Chiefs. And wow. kind of all I know about it. <laughs> that's a lot. Thank you. Jeff, are you there? Yeah. Jeff, Hello. are you there? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? Yeah, and the and Super Bowl two was the Raiders and the Packers. That was Super Bowl two, but it, I think it didn't even get televised. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. the third one, Revolution the third will not be televised. Was, and the third one was the Jets and the Colts. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, the Baltimore Colts. It was, wasn't it? It, it was the Baltimore Colts. Baltimore Colts, yeah, Baltimore. Yep. Right. But I, uh, I. Uh, you know, I was really hoping to see Baltimore in there. I don't know what happened to Baltimore. I know for a minute, Lamar was complaining about the refs, you know, and uh, this been a nah. year. been the year of the refs, that's for sure. But Lamar did get the MVP for the NFL, so I guess that's. Uh, I mean, it ain't just. You know, I, I think what happened to uh, Baltimore was uh, the Chiefs' choked. defense. No, did they Chiefs' defense? And yeah, they weren't. They just didn't seem. Sharp and not they prepared, choked. but they give did. it the Chiefs defense was good. They were good. Yeah, you they, know that play, Tina, that he was going in to tie the game. Did you see that play run in slow motion where the Baltimore runner, I don't know who it was, but the, the, the this shows that the Chiefs defense was playing really well that day. Yeah, the they guy were. Just, just punched it out of his, right at the goal line, just punched it out well, of his, punched uh, it out. his arm. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. And, and getting back to Taylor Swift, you know, I was – I was really getting fed up with the Taylor Swift thing, but now I'm kind of. I hope Taylor Swift does show because you know why? It seems like lately the Republicans are obsessed with her. First it was mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse, then it was Barbie, <laughs> now it's Taylor Swift. 
I mean, what, yeah. what is going on with the GOP? Are they running out of bogeyman, uh, 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 bogeyman. Uh, David and, 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 and Tina and James and uh, AJ? Are they running out of bogeyman? I mean, first it was Mickey Mouse. They was upset with Mickey Mouse. Then it was Barbie. Now Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I can't figure these guys out. Everything. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, let me ask you this question. I, I want to hear you now. Is, is this true? Is David still there, Tina, too? Because I can ask him. But yeah, he's anyway, uh, he's across the way. But I'll get him back over here in a minute. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, I want to ask this. Uh, uh, I, w- I want to ask this, Jeff. I heard somewhere where Taylor Swift is the most popular pop star ever, including Michael Jackson. Is that true? She's the most uh, well, listen, popular one well, on the planet well, right now. But uh, no, Taylor Swift is not in the same league as Michael Jackson. No, Taylor Swift is not in the same league as Jimmy Hendrix. She's definitely not in the same league as the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. Definitely not the Beatles. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this generation ain't got it. I'm sorry. I, I, well, you know, again, but, but James is right, though. From a marketing standpoint, it's mar- it's she, marketing. she is it's the totally, hottest thing you know, on the planet. She really yeah. is the biggest pop star there is in the, in yeah, the, well. in the world. And that's, that's the truth. Hello? Jeff Hello? has left the building. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has left, left the building. building. Okay, <laughs> okay. Jeff, Jeff's having a connection problem. Uh, but they uh, were asking you, David, uh, from your perspective, um, Taylor Swift, the, the biggest pop star in the world right now? I mean, I wouldn't say the biggest pop star in the world. Well, I thought um, she was she, one. She's pretty big, but I wouldn't call her the— Who's bigger I mean, than Taylor Swift right now? There's not too many. She has a very large following, ah, right? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's a couple of names out there. From a marketing standpoint, is there anybody bigger than Taylor Swift right now? Beyonce. Beyonce. I say her and Beyonce. Like, are they, they're, they're neck and neck? Yeah. It's like people fainting, those girls fainting in front of Michael Jackson. They faint. These girls well, are the same and, sex as Taylor, and they faint. And, and let's be real. There's nobody that I can even see coming close to being what Michael was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and Michael did it in a time with no internet. Yeah. You know, yeah. barely any cable. He started out where, you know, it was almost <laughs> no TV. So yeah. you, that level of fandom, I don't think we'll ever reach that ever again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The simple fact that, you know, his music traveled the world in a time too, yeah. where mm-hmm. – stuff like that did not have there was no internet it wasn't like you could email somebody a track like you literally had to mail it to them and have Mm -hmm. them and you know michael jackson would come out on stage and just stand there for 10 15 minutes at a time and people would literally just pass out from Mm -hmm. just just the sight of michael jackson right so i don't think we'll ever get to that again now with that being said you know taylor swift selling out four shows at lucas oil in a matter of minutes yeah it there's very few people that are at, at this. That level. I would say at yeah. this point in time, you're talking about collectively as a whole. Mm. I'm saying at this point in time, where we are right now, there. Yeah. I don't think other than Beyonce, there's anybody bigger than Taylor Swift. No, I there think those it. are pretty much the the, That's the, it. Yeah. the top two. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. top two. So, uh, I I don't get it, but you know, hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is let's see, is Jeff back? We got less than. Let me see who's back. Uh, Jeff is back. Okay. Uh, we got four minutes left. Oh, is Jeff back or no? No? No, Jeff's not back. Jeff's not back. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Jeff, sorry we lost you. Um, we'll have to catch up with you next week because we are running out of time. 
Uh, again, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you, David. Thank Dion. Thank the other David. We got the Davids. We got three. How many Davids do we have in that building? Three oh, it's, four? It's, it's three of us now. Three of you? Yeah. yeah. And, and two I, of them have the same name, last yeah. name almost. Well, you know, it, my high school, I went to, I went, you know, I went to Jesuit High School. Uh-huh. Very Catholic. So me and my brother, and, and in fact, AJ, it's funny because me and Tina were talking I didn't even realize that today is my brother's birthday. I realized it's my brother's birthday, but you and my brother <laughs> share a birthday on February 9th. Wow. Look so, at um, a saint and a scholar, that guy but, is. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, Dave, David and Michael, two very biblical names. So I went to, I went to a yeah. very Catholic school. There were nine Davids in my class in oh high school. Oh, my goodness. So everybody went by a last name or a nickname or whatever. So I'm used to being around a lot of Davids. But. When I first got here, it was me and David Woods. And of course, you know, two Davids, so we get each other's emails wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, when we came together, when we acquired Emmis, the operations manager for the Emmis station's name is David Wood with no S. So we have David Wood with no S, David Woods with an S, and then me, David Gray. So I'm just happy that my name is in some form of wood to get confused <laughs> with everybody else. So they know I'm not, I'm the one whose name doesn't have wood in it. There somewhere. you go. Okay. There you go. But it is David though. Yes, so it we is got, David. We got the Davids there. So, well, anyway, that is all the time we have for right now. We have been coming to you live from the box office here at Clues Memorial Hall where tickets are now on sale for as long as they're going to last for the Legends of Gospel concert next Thursday, uh, February the 15th, 7 o'clock right here at Clues. If you haven't gotten yours yet, um, I'm just saying they're not going to last long. Did you get Did you get an idea of how many we had left? Oh, no. I, oh. I, don't, I don't have an exact number. I know uh, Dion yeah. and I looked at it, and it, it's definitely gone down. Gone down since, from 300. Earlier. Yeah. So if you want to come, you know, come today to the box office, Remember, by coming to the box office, you don't have to pay those extra fees that you do online. Um, You know, if it's a day where there's not an event going on, Mm -hmm. you can park in the garage. The first hour is free, so don't feel like you have to pay to park or anything Mm -hmm. like that to come down here. Um, But just look online for when the box office is open, and you can come down and get your tickets down here. But do it fast because, (laughs) you know, if you Mm -hmm. wait till next Thursday, you might not get get tickets and be able to come in and see. Couldn't be a better day to come out and get your tickets. Oh, it's gorgeous outside. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous james thank you for being here yeah, again aj absolutely. happy birthday to your brother michael happy birthday to michael thank gray so we are always praise adam 1310 and 95.1 indies inspiration our website praiseindy.com willie moore jr on the radio he is up next again don't forget our new call-in number 317-972-3008 james thank you yes ma'am I'll see you next week. And until next week, uh, everyone have a great weekend. Please be safe. Be well. For James Patterson, David Gray, everybody, uh, the birthday boy, (laughs) the birthday man, the birthday man, I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.